0: Okay, let's talk about a movie that's out, Miracle, in East Texas. It looks like a good one. Kevin Sorbo stars in it with John Ratzenberger. John joins us now. John, how are you? Hello,
1: John. Good morning.
0: Good, yeah. Good morning. Good morning. I got a question. All right. Is, is, is Torg short
2: for something else? Yes, Torgerson. So that's, that would have been, been my guess. Yeah,
0: Torgerson.
1: He has those Scandinavian Minnesota roots, there, I, John.
0: John, I was worried because Gary Busey asked me the same thing and then went off on a tangent about a Swedish doctor named Torgerson for like fifteen minutes. <laughs> was Was it a good story? <laughs> I, no, we, no it's it was Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Well, we, uh, in anticipation of your call here, we're reading about Miracle in East Texas, and I'll tell you the uh, kind of the synopsis, the the whole pitch of the movie here. Look, this looks like a great film. The pre- yeah, they, the premise.
2: Uh, they worked really hard on it. Kevin uh, Sorbo is the uh, helmsman on this film. It was his company that put it all together. But Kevin, you know, God bless him. Another Scandinavian. He uh, he's adamant about doing family-friendly films, uh, and you know films that you can be proud of and take your family to. And so that's what he and his wife Sam have done. Uh, They they don't live in California anymore. They're down in Florida somewhere. Uh, This is the second film I've done with him.
1: Yeah, because and there's it seems to be a bit of a trend. uh, These feel-good movies. But a pair of con artists, small-town Texas, Great Depression, 1931, you're conning, like, these vulnerable widows with an oil scam, and then you actually hit oil, and, yeah,
2: I, I love it. I, I can't wait. Yeah, the, the oil that they hit was the largest oil strike in history up until that time. And like, it, I, it could be even up until today, for all I know, but that well, you know, years later, that oil from that well was used to... Uh, to uh, Supply our troops over in Europe. And
0: obviously you're a great well, comedic actor and you kind of put your slant in it. How much research did you do? Because it's based off a true story. Did you read books? Did you talk to any descendants of the people? How much background did you have to do? Or is it just, I make it myself? I just wore a good hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a good hat Told is some important. Jokes. Told some <laughs> jokes,
0: made it funny.
2: There was no real research to do. It's not like people wrote volumes of books on these guys. But uh, no, but also you know you rely on the director and the people that you know wrote the film of you know of their 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 knowledge of what went on. So uh, you know, and obviously the depression. You you bring that into play. Uh, But it it came together real well.
0: And you know what, too, John, and it's a different type of movie, but that independent film that Jim Caviezel did, I I saw in the theater, extremely popular. It seems like these small indie films are really gaining ground and people just kind of are... Going away. You know, they're still seeing the Barbies in the big budget movie, but there's a lane for the independent film now. Well, it's not just the independent film. It's the type of film, and it's the content of the film. And there's so
2: many people in Hollywood that, you know, are, are clamoring for stuff like this. Because there are people, you know, they have families, and they're sick of doing films that uh, families can't go see. And so it's not like you know whether you're a cameraman or a grip or a costume person. You want to be part of a project that you can go home with pride and say, "Oh yeah," and instead of you know not telling the kids what you're doing. Uh, that but, is uh,
1: actor John Ratzenberger with us this morning, and I've often wondered, John, when it comes to you mentioned writing in that. Uh, with the writers, even going back to your days on, uh, you know, with Cheers, are you allowed as an actor to change dialogue, even if it's just a word here or there, maybe for like on Cheers to get a bigger laugh? Were your instinct, or does that set the writers off, and you have to like do it verbatim? Well,
2: it depends. It's just personalities. I mean, our, they not only allowed me to do it, they encouraged me to do it on Cheers to make up my own stuff because that's that was my bread and butter when I lived in Europe for ten years. I, I toured Europe for all those years. Yeah, uh, improvised comedy. You know, making stuff up. So that's that's what I do. So, but anyway, on Cheers, they realized hey, wait a minute, that's not bad, let's use that. And so from time to time, the director would say, mm, throw something in there, rats. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Normie.
0: He was doing your uh, Cliff So, uh, Normie, <laughs> Dad, did you know the
1: Great Depression?
0: Uh, I'm surprised Cliff Clavin didn't talk about these guys on Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it, it's uh, talked about everything else. <laughs> yeah. Hey was there ever a point cuz I'm a huge fan and you're great in the in the Toy Story and the Pixar voiceovers but I'm surprised because I own every season of Cheers on DVD I'm surprised you guys didn't come back and do a reunion or do it a do a special heck I saw that Jerry Seinfeld mentioned they might be doing a Seinfeld reunion uh were you have you guys ever I know you did Frasier and uh Ted Danson did Frasier but were you guys ever re- uh, approached as a cast to do a comeback or some type of documentary? No,
2: I, I, I don't think they ever will. I think there's too many moving parts. Uh, you know, with Fraser, it's just one guy. But here we got you know Ted, right? Woody, uh, and you know Woody's a big star now. I mean, that's, he's not fooling around. And uh, and Ted, you know, wanted to stretch his acting wings. Uh, and uh, and I think and the writers, I don't think the writers, you know, uh, the Charles brothers. I'm
0: actually too, too busy touring Europe buying, buying art. John, it's it's funny we had you on because last week we had Tracy, uh, Teresa Caputo on the Long Island Medium. She did a reading yeah. for you. How did that work for you? Because I'm curious if it's legit or not.
2: Well, I kept telling myself, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't, and I did. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of hers. And I, I don't know if she was calling some shots. And I don't know, unless she's very intuitive. And I think that's, you know, being psychic, that's pretty much what it's all about. Your intuition. Um, but, but there are some things she said, you know, about my parents that rang true and true enough that it, it struck me. But personally, I, I I think she's a darling.
1: Yeah, she uh, she sold out a big theater here. My wife went and said it was just outstanding. Kevin Sorbo, tell us about Kevin. He's a pretty cool guy, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, he's a Minnesotan, you know, Viking stock, and uh, you know, ex her, her, Hercules on TV. Sure, but uh, he's very focused. I mean, that's you know, I mean, it took a lot to uh get all this done the films that he's putting out you know with Sorbo Studios with uh, he and his wife Sam and it's and also they homeschool their kids so it's not like they got a lot of free time in their hands but kind uh, of and the kids are you know really smart i mean and colleges i sit on the board of a college and the, the the best college students are usually Kids that were homeschooled.
0: Ah, and that's it. gaining steam too. Interesting. You know, speaking yeah. of which, and John Ratzenberger's with us. You know, kudos to you because I preach this to my kids, and I, they're free to do whatever direction they want to lead. But we preach on this show trade schools. You're big into the trade. You could learn a trade right now, John. You could be a mechanic and make a hundred grand within a couple years. And you're big into you, preaching about you know the me. trades.
2: Yeah, I, I've been doing this uh, going around the country. I even went to Congress twice and, and talked to whatever they call it, the committee, the panel. Yeah. And said, look, folks, this is not just about the trades. It's about America. It's about the infrastructure. It's about the water pipes underneath cities. It's about buildings. It's about bridges. It's, and you know, they nod and smile and, you know, think they're listening but not much has happened but uh but uh, president trump appointed me as on his uh, as one of members of this committee that come up with ideas on how to expand apprenticeships because he really got it i mean this guy really got it because he's been in construction all his life and there's a lot of construction companies that are going out of business can't find carpenters plumbers electricians etc down the line and uh but that kind of it didn't stall. We, we got the job done. But, you know, he was uh, hit with all this Russian collusion nonsense. It, it seemed like all, a lot of his time was taken up with that stuff. Yeah. But that's all we need to do, really. I mean, nationwide, just reinstate shop classes in middle schools and high schools. And that's that'll take care of the problem in a few years.
1: Yeah, the infrastructure in this country anymore, Whew.
2: Well, that's it. And then you become a third-world country if the, if the bridge collapses. I uh, give these railroad train accidents you read about and see about
1: yeah. on the news.
2: That's because they don't have enough people to inspect the tracks. Yeah, it's we, simple. Yeah. And you've got so many air, air, uh, airline delays
0: because they're running out of airplane mechanics. Yeah, it is. You're preaching on, man. Well, we look forward to seeing the movie Miracle in East Texas. John Ratzenberger, thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. Thank you, sir. God bless you. See you later. Take care.